0: Episode 42, Playing the Game and Not Getting Played, with Bonnie Winston. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game, Not get played and claim the most prized possession, self love. Ready, set, go. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to another episode of the Race for the Ring. I am so excited about today's guest. Her name's Bonnie Winston and she is a celebrity matchmaker and relationship expert. And we had such an entertaining conversation talking all about how to maneuver and manipulate, with a little bit of finesse, the dating waters. Um, Before we get into that, I just want to give a a shout out to my show sponsor, Grande Cosmetics. Um, Remind everybody to take a look at GrandeCosmetics.com. They have the best, the best, the best, three times, uh, eyelash serum called Grande MD. You simply swipe it over your eyelashes. It enhances your eyelashes, natural way that they grow, literally creates a look that is incredible. People will think you're wearing false eyelashes or that you have eyelash extensions, when indeed they are just your true natural eyelashes. So a little bit more about them at the end of the show, but I love, 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 love Grande. So I highly recommend all of you to check them out. Also want to thank our reviewer Tugba 456 for your review um, and five star rating. I love listening to this podcast. It's one of my favorites and has taught me plenty when it comes to dating and relationships. Thank you so much. I just want to remind everybody if you could please take two seconds to just rate and review the pod if you haven't already done so. It means the world to me um, and it really, really helps um, in tremendous ways if, if you could just spare the few few seconds it takes to do that. I would be forever grateful. So back to um, insight into relationships. You're going to get an earful today. Um, I have to be honest, the show is really supposed to be about communication, but Bonnie opened up so um, elaborately about the uh, how to kind of maneuver the water, how to play the game, not to played, hence the name of the, the show that I'm now calling it. Um, how to be feminine, um, let the guy lead if you're a female dater listening, and also shared a lot of really juicy stories because she's uh, worked with a lot of celebrities. So it was a really fun combo. A little bit about Bonnie. um, To tell you about her, she is a modern-day matchmaker, and she's dedicated her expertise basically to finding love connections she found her calling when she was 16 years old at studio 54 by the way so we talked a little bit about that that was so fun um She set up her first pair at that encounter, and ever since, she's been matchmaking her her way through life. Um, We talk a lot about her backstories, a lot about how she got started in the industry, and also some of the advice she offers to her clients along the way um, so that they don't get sucked up and make multiple mistakes, most of which I was listening to her and realizing I do on a regular basis. So... I'm sure if I am, then you are too. So let's go to Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Thank you so much for joining us. It's so good to have you. (laughs) Thank you, Mindy. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So before we get into comprehension, which is key in any relationship or even at the dating phase of the start of a relationship, talk to me a little bit about like your celebrity matchmaking magic and some of the how did you get into that industry? I understand you started before you were even a teen yourself, fixing people up. Yeah, right. Yes, okay.
1: I yes, I uh, made my first match when I was sixteen years old. Okay, they got married six years later. I was in the wedding party, and basically, it was just a gut instinct, uh impulsive thing, and. I always kind of felt bad for the guys that would ask you to buy you a drink when you were out and you would have to reject them. I always felt for them like, oh, that took a lot. Yeah. And I was 16 with my fake ID. And
0: (laughs) And where were you? Were you in New York City? Like, where it all up for us.
1: Okay. Like Studio 54? Yes. I was actually going to date myself. Yes. My uncle was... My great uncle was a judge in the New York Supreme Court. And he was studio at the time, what could not get a liquor license, they could serve wine and beer. And they were losing a lot of, you know, there was a lot of income that they could have had. And he finally gave them a liquor license. And Steve Rubell said to my uncle, and he told us at the Passover table, and my mom's one of six sisters and all my cousins, that he didn't like that you know it, the village voice wrote him up was there some sort of payoff and how dare they and and Steve Rubell had said to him um, you know if you ever need a favor so studio did not get famous for who they let in they got famous for who they did not let in huh. and there was you know Cher had to wait 20 minutes and you know, uh, Frank Sinatra was turned away. And I mean, I'm, we're really digging really? ourselves to the 70s Why is here.
0: that? Because they were trying to create like that prestige and like kind of a hard place to get into kind of thing. That's yeah, so they cool. were the first. That's an interesting to... PR tactic. And it is. And I you, think, you yeah. Get... Yeah, yeah.
1: And they were the first people to have a velvet rope. And everybody normally could just go into any club unless it was a private members club.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: with studio, they created this fantasy. Mm-hmm. and it was never really that super crowded unless it was new year's eve or saturday night and if you lived in the city you didn't go saturday nights you know right. saturday right we never went out saturday it's like nights. a ham- was, um, yeah
0: it's like the one i'm cool. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> right so
1: you know so this guy came over and he asked if i wanted to buy a drink and he introduced himself and his brother mm-hmm. and I felt bad saying no so I lied I said oh I have a boyfriend but you know I have a friend and she looks just like a Charlie's angel and he goes really and I ran and got her and I said Suzanne two brothers they're from great neck she goes, great, Ooh, neck.
0: great neck's good yeah yeah that's like
1: you know the Bel Air of New York yeah so, I know yeah <laughs> you know, I know too so you know she ran and we you know i introduced her and he looked at her and he goes suzanne when are you get getting those braces off that was his big line <laughs> <laughs> she's
0: in a club with braces i'm telling you
1: yep and, and I, I went to my reunion last november last november and i looked at her and i said you know you were my first match and she said i know they're married, married, married Six years later i was in the wedding wow. 30 years 30 plus years um, and so, um, it was just something that was in me, like a calling. And I uh-huh. still say that I still say it's not a career. It's a calling for me. And I do it for a number of reasons. Like unconsciously, I probably did it for one or two things, but now on a conscious level, I do it for a lot more reasons.
0: Well, before we you get into why I'm curious why, when that guy came up to you, um, before you got your Charlie's Angel, Angel uh, clone friend, right? was it, you were you not attracted or you just thought that your friend probably would just have hit it off it was,
1: uh, it, was a, it was really about me and him more than my friend. I yeah. felt empathy for him, that it uh-huh. had to take a lot for him to come over. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't like that suave. He wasn't right. a player type, that he like came over with his brother for moral support. and said, you know, Mm. I'm Mark, and this is my brother, and, you know, we're from Great Neck, and (laughs) um,
0: and, there's my (laughs) warlocks.
1: Yeah, (laughs) right, (laughs) and also, it was um, about, I guess, um, just just a, a thing that came up where I was rejecting him, but I wanted to give him something for trying, like, there's, there's, like, integrity in trying to talk to somebody and trying to find love. There's a lot of integrity in that.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I just
1: and it was just an innate thing, like, oh, you know, I can't, I have a boyfriend. And and truly I did it because I didn't find him to be my type. And chemistry is very elusive. Mm-hmm. And at, especially at that time, you know, at 16, I didn't give anybody a chance unless they look like a rock star. You know?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I had a, I had a lot to learn in my life about that.
0: Yeah. But
1: you know, at sixteen, it's like, nah, he's not hot enough. You know? I have a friend, poor guy, and it was just about that. And so
0: that. that but was you, really... but you made it work. It worked. It like obviously, yeah, there was something yeah. there. So oh, absolutely. So why do you do it now versus then? Like, can you talk to us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I just became my hobby. I had other jobs, but my passion was matchmaking. And I worked as an agent and a model scout for Elite and Click and m- mm. many other uh, modeling agencies.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I um, I set up models and I set up clients and I set up always my friends and family, always. But uh, I sort of did it on the side. And then I ended up opening my own fashion and photography agency. It morphed from models into photography which is sort of a step up because mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: with models you can't close the deals i mean pre-pandemic you could mm-hmm. pitch 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 but then the clients would have to
0: meet Improve them. it yeah and
1: yeah. and if and if they didn't have a good day or they didn't you know have certain social skills because like who does at 14 or 15 you yeah. know when you start yeah. going yeah. out um I would be like, damn, that was in the bag. But with photography, I could close the deals. The photographers were on shoots. I could just send, you know, initially portfolios before email, uh-huh. uh, online portfolios, and I could close the deals based on just the art.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: so um, I I started, we started shooting celebrities and then, so it morphed into setting up models, friends, family into celebrities Oh. And then I, you know, I get, I fix up celebrities now, but it's not like I'm hanging out with them. It's that I know their managers. I know their agents. I know their publicists. We hang out. We went to each other's weddings. That's We're like so all great. a bunch of Yentas, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And
1: so that's how I get the call. Like, Oh, I got a call in July saying this, this is going to be the oddest phone call you've ever gotten. And I saw that it was a 310 area code, which is Beverly uh, Hills. Voice was nice. And I said, you know, I seriously doubt that. I'm a matchmaker. Like, this cannot be the oddest phone call I've ever gotten. You have no right. idea of the iPhone. Right. That's,
0: that's LA, isn't it? That's the area code?
1: No, 310 oh. is Beverly Hills.
0: Oh, oh well, California.
1: Okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay. 305 is Miami. So, yeah, okay, okay. Um, hold on. Okay. So, um, so, you know, she just said, I have friends. They are the happiest couple I've know. And I asked how they met and they said the small boutique matchmaker. And I have had your number for two years because I knew before my friend that she was going to get divorced. And so now I handle this lovely woman that's getting divorced. Um, and she's a celebrity? She is a big celebrity. Are you allowed to say yeah. any
0: names or is it like kind of confidential?
1: Uh, well, that one I cannot. Okay. But I can give hints. But I'm not allowed. I sign NDAs. Oh, um, yeah. They're I just, understand. Okay. They're, they're, I mean, honestly, it's just that, you know, the rest of us can go on dating apps. And even though there's, you know, dating app fatigue is truly... Yeah, it's a awful. real thing. Yeah, it is. For sure. it, it is yeah. a real thing. It's exhausting. You have background checks. So we have to get last names and you know, there's a lot there's some falsification. Um, you know, kids and people taking other people's photos. Mm. But again, like we we do background checks like where are the FBI and so who are you setting the celebrities um,
0: up with like regular people or, um, other celebrities? Um,
1: well, well, like one, one celebrity client I have just wants dynamic. And what does that mean? I, she wants somebody, she's very unique, very independent. She was very close with her family. However, she started working at 14. She had to be emancipated to live with her agent and to work. Mm-hmm. And she is unique. And I was fixing her up with these amazing, what I thought were amazing guys, you know. But they were in the industry. Attorneys.
0: Oh, okay. They had like great, yeah. cool, high-powered powered
1: attorneys, mm-hmm. a politician, a um venture capitalist. And one, you know, when, when I tried to fix her up with people in her industry, I called one guy. I thought was adorable. And we started talking. And at the end of the conversation, we had mutual friends. And at the end of the conversation, when I mentioned her name, he goes, Oh, we manage her. I'm like, she's <laughs> at your agency. Yeah. That'd be
0: a yeah. interest, I and, suppose. you know, yeah. And I said, it,
1: are you her manager? And he said, no, I've actually never met her, but you know the guy down the hall manages her there are 30 managers here and i was like oh that was a waste of my hour i'll never get back but oh, yeah. you know what i found out what he liked he went and now it's been 2 weeks he's in my database and if there's somebody that is a good match for him then i'll fix him up and he's in my database for free i, I didn't turn him into a client a paying client um He's just in my
0: database and it's free to be in my database. Yeah. It's gratis. Yeah. That's awesome. So when we, we're finished, we're going to talk about that. So maybe some of our okay. listeners want to share their information and pictures with you or things like that. You never know. We might find a yeah. good you're gem pretty, amongst right? the gems. Yes. How about, the how about you, Mindy? Are oh, you I'm, I'm game. Yes. Throw me in. Uh, yeah. That sounds you're, awesome. Well, yeah. You're thank gorgeous. you for saying yeah. that. Um, yeah.
1: great, okay. great personality.
0: Oh, thanks. So let's talk a little bit about the importance of, um, comprehension in relationships. So when you're setting people up and they're getting along and everything like that, do you guide them a little bit about how to make the the love last, so to speak, and sort of really listen, especially in the beginning, I think when you're dating, it's key. Um, Everybody puts on their best foot forward. It's almost like going on a job interview in the sense where, you present what you want to present, you know. I you know, it, it, the real you isn't always coming through. I mean, if people are authentic, I think, at least I hope, but you know, like anything, you, you get to know the real as you start peeling back the onion a little bit or the orange peel or whatever <laughs> fruit or vegetable you want to <laughs> I eat like that. Uh-huh. Orange is a little nicer smell than yes, I so. like that. <laughs> I like
1: that. But you're
0: right. It it
1: uh, I do give relationship advice I do coach I some people I pray are open to it I hope my clients are open to it once in a while you get somebody who's not usually uh they don't they're not self-aware and they Mm -hmm. really do need coaching Mm -hmm. or they wouldn't hire me um right so every client is different no client gets set up like I don't set number one client up with the same guys I'm setting number three client up I don't send I don't set up like perpetual unmarried bachelors that have gone with you know I you know eight eight different women or Mm -hmm. a girl that has gone with you know six different of my clients I don't do that Mm -hmm. um I I give it like three times if so anyway every client is different everybody has a different relationship goal or person that they have they, they different dating criteria I should
0: mm-hmm.
1: say mm-hmm. Um, and we have different strategies depending on the person depending on the age criteria the the you know what they're open to dating Um. We try to open it up for them. And so I, I do, I give a lot of advice. Um, I don't have a thumb, like a rule of thumb for everybody, like don't sleep with anybody on the first date. Like, right, you know why. right, right. Like, it's like if, case
0: by case, right. I guess, in that way. I mean,
1: it's case by case. I mean, I sort of feel like if I have a, a female client and she's a reach for somebody in terms of, you know, like they can't believe that they can be with this person for Mm -hmm. whatever reason. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you can sleep with them. But if they're, (laughs) if they, you know, like I have one girl that signed with me Uh and the first time she went out with this guy, she called me the next day and she said, Oh my God, chemistry off the hook. I can't believe it. I felt like I was in a dream that this guy's awesome. And I said, I know he's, he's terrific. Um, And she's like, the chemistry is great. Oh my gosh, I I can just imagine what what it's going to be like. And I said to her, do you want to be a girlfriend or do you want to be a notch in his belt? Yeah. And she said, I I want a relationship with him. I said, you know, right from the get-go, she goes, I feel like I'm in love. I said, yep. I said, well, I'm telling you now, your lust is overcoming you. And he has a lot of choices. He's won some Grammys he, like, he's, it's not like he's, you know, Adam Levine. You can get any, yeah, you probably
0: can get anybody, yeah. Get in bed with him, yeah. Yes, and
1: I, and we, and I really had to be very thoughtful of his ego and his feelings, even though he was not my client, and I never spoke to him. Mm -hmm. But I, I didn't want her to reject him in a, in a way where he would lose interest, Mm. and you know every text we thought about and every picture she sent him we thought about which picture Mm. and you know six weeks after he met her he told her he he loved her and then I said have fun you know go for it have a great time and they're engaged but I, I feel like there's a difference between like one gentleman can date two women. Why is he going to fall in love with one and not the other? Um, You know, you know, I'm a feminist and I believe that, you know, women and men are completely equal on everything, but there are some women that I handle that are so successful that they don't know kind of how to let a man lead
0: yeah I've done
1: shows and about that
0: yeah they find like that you're almost your masculine energy is overcoming your I'm femininity. dealing with
1: that I'm dealing with that right now with the most incredible client she's my favorite client mm-hmm. and she is crazy about this one guy and they got uh physical pretty fast mm-hmm. and then when she brought up you know something about getting serious he impulsively broke up with her on impulse he didn't even think about it he's like you know what maybe we rush this and I don't know what I-
0: maybe I you know scared. this isn't what to do yeah he got
1: scared it was an impulse breakup because she brought up a relationship too fast how long were they she dating it-
0: before she, she started talking about that
1: I mean it was they they went on two dates and then he spent the weekend with her that's and a then-
0: lot that's a lot two dates and then well fine to do the week I mean for me that would be too quick because I don't move that gut but well, I but agree. everybody everybody's I different yeah but, th- I but if I if I would to go on and do the weekend thing if I if I were which I wouldn't but let's just say I wouldn't talk about a relationship well, I'd be like well, all right well I chose to do that that's a fun weekend but like it's not my boyfriend yet Wow, well, she think. did that's a lot. right oh god right yeah
1: so <laughs> she did he got yeah. scared yeah. Um, he impulsively broke up with her. And mm-hmm. she was in a slump. And she's like, Oh, my God. And I started putting other men in front of her. Well, what about this guy? She nah, nah. What about him? Now, before the guy that she really liked, she would have taken the introductions with these other guys. And then I realized, you know what, this is fruitless. She's, she's, you know, freaking out. I said, I don't care what you have to do. I don't care if you are dying to text him. I don't care. Sit on your hand. If it's three in the morning, call me. I don't care. I work clergy hours anyway. I mean, I'm always up. Yeah. And I'm, I'm one of those people that knows how to go right back to sleep. I said, call me anytime. Do not text him. Do not call him. Do not do anything.
0: Why? Why? For people listening? <laughs> because
1: again, it was male energy.
0: And yeah. I said,
1: let him lead. Let, I always say you know, I ran after my husband until he thinks he caught me. You know, he chased me, whatever. <laughs> like, he he has no I idea that I, I'm i telling you, my husband has no idea that I picked him up. He to this day, 20 years later, thinks that he hit on me first. He did not. I was strategically placed before him, but behind him. He was watching a basketball game. I rooted for the 76ers because I saw that he did. Um, that's so and that's funny. how he started talking to me. It was completely set up, but let him think he yeah. did it on me first yeah and yeah. not everybody not every relationship is that way I'm just mm-hmm. saying in the beginning in the beginning let them think so and really I mean I, I'm the boss around here
0: okay of course that's so, a well should be that way Bonnie <laughs>
1: right right
0: yeah so of course, so of course. you
1: know and we turned it around we turned it around oh and with him started, tell it
0: so, all right so go ahead finish your story with this girl okay. we
1: just we turned it around so she so didn't she didn't
0: reach out she nothing she did not and she just out. waited
1: she waited and she didn't have to wait that long now i know when you sleep with somebody and you are dying and those endorphins kick in you know you are just dying to be in touch with them and and like it it, it sets something off in you it's like an addiction and yeah. I'm like, do not, do not, do not call him. Do not say what happened. Why? What's going on? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. And then he, and then he sent her an article that was in the times. Cause he knew she liked the Bee Gees and he oh, sent her this article.
0: That's yeah. so funny. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And he sent her this article on, on uh, the only one that's Maurice or I don't know, whichever Andy, I, I I don't oh, even know yeah. the name. That's a lie. But whatever. Yeah. Okay. The, the guy that with the hair. I don't oh, know I which one he is. Uh, Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's Andy. So, he sent her an article
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: she responded. I said just be flirty, just be cute, just be like simple, just couple words and then couple words and then he went back to her and a little more and then she I said don't play games. The minute you hear from him and you will hear from him. Don't say and they bantered and they texted and then she goes well can I I said you cannot say I'm free this weekend my daughter's yeah. with my ex yeah. what are you it? you can't even say to him what are you doing for tonight nothing uh-huh. and I need you, know, you in my
0: life Bonnie all right go ahead right. I do everything wrong all right go 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 no you don't no you don't and <laughs> yeah, then the next of,
1: yeah and then all right we'll, we'll talk but then the next day, again, she didn't hear from me. She says, it's been two days. I said, I don't care if you have to wait two weeks. Cannot reach out to him. And eventually, he made a plan with her. How and, did it happen?
0: Do you know? What did he say? So he said something. Do it? Tell us all. So,
1: so what I said to her was, and I tell all my clients now in this uncertain time, um this is a good time to support the arts so join the well where she's in new york and so i man. said join. oh good okay yeah. so for a 100 bucks join the whitney online join the whitney join the met 100 bucks a year you don't even have to pay that much but if you want to get a reservation you have to be a member okay and then she they started talking and she brought up some kind or he i know what it was he brought up an artist that he liked Uh that was also featured in the times and they started talking about the artist. And she said, so funny about art. I haven't, and she made the reservation already. And she said, I made a reservation to go to the Met to see a specific um, show, you know, on Saturday at three o'clock, I can't wait. I'm so looking forward to it. Uh And then he said, well, that sounds good. You know, can you get an extra you know, ticket for me oh, so I would like to this... join you
0: that's cool okay right.
1: and it was something in like the pandemic like oh you mean we could go at three o'clock and see you know an exhibit of whatever it was mm-hmm. she already had it she had the she, she had was planning it to go regardless she was
0: just making small talk. no she...
1: she wasn't planning to go she just made the reservation
0: Oh, she lied. If
1: he wasn't going, she wouldn't have gone. Okay, got it. Okay, But then he invited himself. And now he thinks he asked her out when she did the planning beforehand. I said, just get, right. Okay. I like that. That's good maneuvering.
0: Very good.
1: Right. So they're meeting up this weekend. And I said, no games. If he wants to get physical, you want to get physical again, that's fine. Don't bring up. I said, listen, there are goals in everything. And you are a very accomplished woman and you run a tremendously big firm and you had goals. You had a goal of getting into the Ivy League school you wanted to get into. And you did. You had a goal of getting on law review. You did. You had a dream of becoming a professor. You got that. You had a dream of eventually becoming a partner. You became a partner. You had a dream of, you know, getting married. You got married. All right, you got divorced. So let's Mm. move on. You have But you hit your goals and you can get this man. You can get him. He's a goal. You want him? He's worth it. Let's go over the pros and the cons. What are the cons that we feel? Well, he got a little nervous. May happen again. But what are the pros? The chemistry. You like how he looks. You like what he does for a living. You like that he's up on current events. You like that politically you're aligned. You like that he is a good dancer that he's fun i mean there there was like 20 things she liked about him and one like well he might be a little nervous to get reinvolved because he had a bad ending with his ex that's okay. that's, that's, sure that's the, the only thing that we have is. to worry about but right. we can do all sorts of things to you know to say you know right now just stay in in the feminine you know uh
0: lane receiver,
1: be the receiver. And if it's not working, we can change strategies and become the vulnerable one that says, I won't hurt you. I am different. I see us together and we can be that person. And if that doesn't work, we'll try a different strategy. Like if this is the guy that you have your heart set on, he will be the love goal and you can achieve the love goals. But we are so afraid Of getting hurt, that like who cares? You go for a job. You want the job. If you don't get it, doesn't matter. You're gonna go for it. But people don't do that with love. They're scared. They get one little rejection and they're like, "Oh my God, no! I can't go out again." Or he rejected me. You know, I tell clients like practice. You're at Starbucks. I know we're wearing masks, but give a nod to somebody. You know,
0: like, you know, you know. And if what would you say if I were in a Starbucks and I'm going up to get my coffee, like? What would, what would you recommend, like I say, to strike up a conversation? Because I never do oh. that, ever. Oh,
1: okay. So you yeah. say, I'm super
0: outgoing, it, but I'm super shy when yeah. it comes to guys, like to be the first one to make a move.
1: Yeah, you can say, um, have you ever, let me ask you something. Have you ever had a uh, cake pop? Are they good? I have to get one, you know, I've, I have to buy something for my, you know, my niece or my kid or have you ever had a cake pop or um let me ask you something do you think have you ever tried the pumpkin spice i'm in the mood for a hot apple cider you know i don't know something about the products there Mm
0: -hmm. you know you
1: don't want to be like hey are you single (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Strike up
0: a you know, yeah. No, that would probably be a little yeah, scary for yeah, someone. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So just like general, just yeah, about about the Starbucks
1: products. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I, you know, um, just I mean, Starbucks is a really interesting, great place to meet. I mean, it's people have met at Starbucks and gotten married. Really. And, yeah.
0: You of know, course. they have that Starbucks um, in meat packing. I think it is. Um, yeah, it's, it's the roastery. That, it's yes. the roastery. Yeah, get, it's like, the most incredible place. It's so cool. Yeah, I, I was there, uh, I don't know, like, maybe in the fall a couple yeah. months ago. I was there. Yeah, and they have like was, liquors and that's like a whole scene over there. It's it very awesome. Cool. The yeah. Starbucks
1: roastery. Yeah, there's one in Milan or Rome. There's one in Asia. There's one in the original in Seattle and the one here in Manhattan.
0: Yeah, they're fabulous
1: but you could just go to a regular starbucks you know and just like whatever you see a cute guy and just mm. ask about the products hey have you tried the hot chocolate you think it's good or you think it's too chocolatey i don't know anything do you, right. you know uh, there's something like about, innocuous like like not, one yeah. pump or two <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> right sorry oh, really? i would never i just couldn't because i that's and what pops be... into my head i'm right, like seriously right. i need to see someone right. for that <laughs> it's, right
1: but it's fun
0: it's flirty it's fun it's cute i mean you know, so funny All right, yeah. very cool all right all right you know this show is really supposed to be about communication but I really like what we're talking about more about strategically oh, okay. planning out your love kind of is a good flow for another show I did not that long ago basically about manifesting your love so um you know dating you're you see somebody that you you like you're kind of hitting it off your your main like I guess message it sounds like is to really if you're a girl listening which the majority of my listeners happen to be women um to really play the part of the, the feminine like you know like not follower but let the guy lead and kind of take like the masculine energy if, um, if, initially. if you
1: want yes if you want an alpha man and i would only be interested in an alpha man with a sensitive side they're pretty hard to find but You just have to find a kind hearted person. That really is key because that's why the majority of the women that are my paying clients come to me. They -hmm. complain about the failed relationships and it astounds me that they've been in these relationships for so long. And Wayne Dyer always said, um, if you have the choice between, between being right or kind, choose kind. And I always loved that message and it stuck with me.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: some people just wanna be right and not kind. And mm-hmm. you know, um, it, that's the common denominator of why people stay together, they're kind to each other. And of course, chemistry is important, of course. If you have chemistry with somebody, you can overlook a lot of crap. Yeah. And if you don't have chemistry, kind of everything bothers you and who needs another roommate, right. but you want somebody that is, is kind and that you're kind to, and it's okay if also as a woman, if like my, my grandmother used to say, if the guy loves you a smidge more, it's it kind of works. You know? uh, my
0: my mom, mom used to say that to me too. She actually used to tell me to seek that, to get, a, to, you know, end up with a guy that loves you more than you love him.
1: Yeah, just a smidge. You know yeah. somebody that, you know, you, you're you not in love with. But no, yeah. of course not. No, yeah. no. Yeah, uh, Yeah.
0: that's funny. Why do you yeah. think that's, why do you think that rings true? That, oh, well, saying, I so mean,
1: because, well, uh, you know, In my own life, the relationships that were off the hook, you know, um, crazy physically, a lot of times you choose those, that person is appealing to you because they're representing something that you haven't worked out in your life, maybe in your childhood, maybe they remind Mm -hmm. you of some issue you had with a parent. Mm -hmm. You can be a woman, it could be your mother that you haven't worked out or you can, Mm -hmm. you know, it it doesn't matter the sex or the, you know, the, right, right,
0: right. Yeah.
1: But, um, when you're trying to work out those relationships and that person has something there, that's the same issue that you had with a parent, Mm -hmm. you're never going to solve it. You're going to solve it in your therapist's office. You're not going to solve it with a person, right? The same thing's going to keep coming up and up. And maybe that's why it's such an intense chemistry. So I always say on a scale of one to 10, just don't go for the tens you know they're, they're cr- they make you crazy a lot of times they're great in bed but you can't stand them out of the bed you know they're yeah,
0: yeah
1: and uh you know just go for what's wrong with going for an eight or nine you know yeah, yeah. that's going to be your best friend you're going to still have relations you can still have chemistry with them but it's not going to be like oh my God, I can't think of anything else. I'm obsessed. He didn't call me for two hours. She didn't call me for two hours. What, you know? Yeah, that's not
0: healthy, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I don't think it's healthy. And people are like, uh, you know, I've had, you know, most of my clients are women. Um, I don't know. Well, I do know. My mom's one of six sisters. I have a sister. I'm one of those women that have a million best friends. You know, mm-hmm. I me was too. A camp counselor, oh,
0: and I,
1: and, I, and I love taking women clients. And I'll, I'll give I'll give you an example between a woman and, and a man client. My rates are super high. Now, again, just saying that,
0: mm-hmm. I do
1: give back a lot. I've made fourteen matches of essential workers for free in the pandemic. Oh, that's I, amazing! I, that's yeah, a great story. It is. It's fulfilling, and um, I um, I, all right. So if a woman is paying my rate, my rates are high. Mm -hmm. Um, they're paying because they usually really want to meet somebody and fall in love. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, how was, you know, I make an introduction. I call the woman the next day. How was it? (gasps) Bonnie It was great. He was terrific. I genuinely had a wonderful time. I smiled the whole time. So mm-hmm. I said, Great. And is there chemistry? Yes, yes, there's definitely chemistry. We kissed and we're going to yeah. go out again this weekend. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Great. Okay, great. Keep me up to date. Yes, I'll keep you up to date. Okay, bye. A, a gentleman will hire me, pay the same high rate, and has an introduction. And I'll say, How was it? Because it was terrific. She's a great girl. We genuinely had a good time, a lot of chemistry. Wonderful. You're going to see her again? Oh, yeah. I'm seeing her tomorrow night. That's great. Yeah, it's great. So Bonnie, who else do you have? <laughs> yeah. And I get like, Egh. I'm like, why? Why not focus? Let's see where focus this goes. Focus on well, one. Yeah, I agree.
0: Because
1: they're wondering and, and,
0: what else is coming down the pipeline.
1: They can't right, just like, be
0: content with right. what they have in front of their face. Right. Yeah. So I yeah.
1: always say I, I take on women clients mm-hmm. and very evolved men. So once in a while, I take on a man mm-hmm. who pays, and I know most matchmakers take on men, and women don't pay. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I take on women and men in my database for free, um, you know. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of why. why.
0: That's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. Huh. Okay, well, we are considering having a Race for the Ring event. Um, I haven't called it a summit, or I don't know what I'm calling it yet, but I'll talk to you more about that off the air, because I think you'd be a great um, contributor to this event that I'm hoping to put together, God willing, in New York this summer, you know, for, for women, well, uh, you know. I'll, we- I'll be there. Okay, good. I think you'd be awesome. (laughs) I really do. I'm gonna have like some of my favorite experts from the New York metropolitan area offer some tidbits and things like that and make it fun. Yeah, so we can plot that out together. Um, anyway, we are honestly like getting out of time. I can't believe it. So this conversation might have to be continued a little bit further, um, you know, with another topic. I think you offered really good insight about, you know, how to play the game and not get played, basically, which is part of my intro that I talk about on the Race for the Ring. So tell oh. everybody, yeah, I think it was good. So tell everybody how they can find you, um, and anything you want to share in terms of anything you have coming up, um, you know, virtually or otherwise, feel free. Plug okay, away.
1: great. Well, um... It is no cost to join my database. Get it? Database. I like uh, that. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Just go to bonnie Winston Fill out like the four, you know, questions, and we will be in touch with you. Now there's no guarantee you're going to be matched but you'll be in our database. And sometimes we do look for clients and pull clients out of their, uh, I'm sorry, pull members out of our database to fix up with our paying clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we welcome everybody.
0: That's fantastic. So please and join work, us. Yeah. Do you work with people all over the US or do you focus mostly in New York?
1: I work with people mostly in California and New York, The tri state area, Connecticut, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, and Florida. Okay. Um, However, if somebody is interested and they live outside of those areas, I collaborate with many matchmakers and colleagues and I will make those introductions for them as well. I'm happy to do that. I think everybody deserves love and I'm happy to help refer.
0: Uh, well, we're lucky to have you in our thank you. Love pocket for sure. You no, know, you're a, cr- a tremendous resource. I'm, I'm sure for so many that you help and serve. So thank you so much for being here. And I okay. will be in touch. Okay. Okay.
1: Yes, please. Right. We want you. And we want you. You're adorable. Oh, thanks. So yes. You got okay. me, girl. <laughs> All
0: right. Okay. All right. Bye. Okay, Mindy. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Getting ready in the mornings looks completely different now. Whether you're waking up and heading into the next room for a Zoom meeting or grabbing a mask when you grab your coffee thermos to head out the door, there is no denying it, it's different than it was last year. But thankfully, no matter where you're headed, Grande Cosmetics has something for you to accentuate the features above your mask. Grande Cosmetics, known best for their cults, favorite lash enhancing serum grande lash md creates beauty products with benefits from the grande drama intense thickening mascara with castor oil to the grande brow brow enhancing syrup with peptides and vitamins for thicker fuller looking brows grande cosmetics enhances your natural beauty find their products at grande cosmetics.com that's grande with an e on the end just like your starbucks order Also available at Sephora, Ulta, Morphe, Macy's, and Salon Professionals at Salon Centric. The Race for the Ring listeners can enjoy 15% off their total purchase at Grandecosmetics.com with the code PODCAST, that's PODCAST, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, redeemable at Grandecosmetics.com, which will be valid through December 31st, 2020. Happy shopping!